hope I can, uh, hope I can uh, kind of tame it down to her. I guess I'd say I'm, I'm not going to preach a shouting message for sure. But maybe we can get something from the Lord. Amen. Like, like Brother Wells there was reading the scriptures of Malachi in our Sunday school lesson. Amen. The problem was not with God wasn't answering. The problem with God was not God that was. Amen. I hear this scripture saying, he that hath an ear to hear. We've all got ears, but do we hear what God is saying and what God's answering our prayers and needs? Amen. Malachi chapter 16. I'll begin reading at verse number 21. Malachi chapter 16, verse 21. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go into Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. Amen. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou sabrest or do not understand not the things that of God, but thou that be of men. This said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whosoever shall save his life is going to lose it. And whosoever shall lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what would a man profit if he should gain the whole world and lose his soul? Lord, I thank you for the word. I thank you for your spirit we've felt. I thank you for the Sunday school lesson God, Brother Wells taught. God, that some way I think it's touched our hearts stimulate our minds to know that we stand between our flesh stands between you and our salvation amen i ask god today that you would just let me lord somehow even bask in your presence god and be touched and ministered to amen i want my mouth to god to be a spokesman to speak up lord for you in the name of jesus in the name of jesus amen you may be seated Amen. I'll, the title of my thought today is Sharing in Jesus' Ministry. Sharing. That's what we want to do. We, I want to share in the ministry of the Lord this morning. Amen. Now, the scripture setting here, I could read some of that, but it, it was setting that when Jesus told his disciples, come on, let's go, and they went into the, uh, the country, the coast of Caesarea Philippi, which is north of Israel, or, or at that time, Galilee, and uh, he was he took him he took the disciples outside uh, of Israel itself, so that he the people when they I guess they got to the border they just stopped, and Jesus and his disciples went on, but because he wanted to get them apart so he could talk to them, Amen. In the conversation that he talked to them, I, I I'm reading it right now or just read it, Amen. That uh, Jesus wanted to talk to them. Who do men say that I the Son of Man am? Well, they say this, that, and the other, and, and so forth. And uh, what do people say about me? 
Amen. Is what he asked here. He said, what, what, what are they saying about me? And, well, they, 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 people think various things about you, but who say ye that I am? And Peter answered and said, amen, thou art the Christ. Amen. You're, you're the Messiah. Amen. That you're the son of the living God. I, and we, I have a revelation. Jesus told him, you got the revelation of who I really am, but you hadn't got the revelation yet of who, why I came. And so when Jesus told them of why he came, then, amen, it didn't fit with our theology. And so Peter was here. He was trying to, uh, to correct Jesus in his, in, his, in his teaching or what he, what he was going to do. Amen. And so the Lord Jesus then responded. And this is where I'm wanting to focus my time. Amen. He was talking about you and I, and that's just not the disciples, but that's to you and I. If you're going to follow me, you're going to come after me. You've got to deny yourself and take up your cross, not his cross, but your cross, and follow me. So every one of us has a cross to bear. Amen. Amen. Every one of us have a thing that somehow that we shun from really surrendering to God, I think I can say it that way, amen, because we don't want to really have a cross. But if you're going to be living for God, amen, I'm going to preach, talk to us about a cross that we must bury. Jesus used those questions to open the door, amen, for the subject that he was wanting me, called them up to do. I want to remind you. I didn't just come, amen, just to somehow cheer you up and whatever. I come to save the world. I come to carry a cross. I come to be the sacrifice for the sins of the world. Amen. He continued that revelation, amen, that I just read, amen, of the scripture here in verses 20, 24, 25, and 26, amen, Hallelujah. We are all called to imitate, amen, the Lord Jesus Christ. He, he wants us to be an example as he was. Follow me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I have, uh, I have a call in my life. I have a responsibility in my life. Amen. And, and just, as, just as you and you have, we all have a purpose in being here. We all have, we don't carry the same kind of a cross. Amen. I'm sure that Brother Harrelson, amen, and any, any one of you, amen, have different things that somehow we, we've got to sacrifice before the Lord. I'm talking about sacrifice. The cross is, is a place where we are sacrificed. Amen. Hallelujah. Paul said it in Romans. Amen. If you want to turn there to Romans, the uh, 12th chapter, it's very familiar to, to many of us. Amen. Let me just read it to you. Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present yourselves a living sacrifice. Amen. Amen. It's not dying, really, amen, to say in the flesh, but it is, it is dying to the flesh. Amen. I beseech you that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. One, one translation says, I beg you, amen, to present your body to living sacrifice. 
Amen. Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And then he goes on. He said, don't try to conform to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Amen. Don't, don't try to be like the world. The world is... Amen. We ought to be crossed up with the world, amen, so to speak. We ought to, amen, recognize the fact that the world is not going to lead us anywhere. Amen. Be not conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't try to be like the world, but take up your cross. Amen. And imitate God. Imitate Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what he was really saying. I'd like to turn back to... uh, I think it's in Romans, or excuse me, Romans in, 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 the, in the Psalms. Back to the 51st chapter of Psalms and read a couple of verses of Scripture there. Or so, amen, in, 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 uh, in Philippians chapter 51 and verse number 14. This is, this is David praying. And David prayed this prayer, deliver me from blood's guiltiness, O God. Thou God of my salvation, my tongue shall sing, amen, aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open thou thy, my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praises. For thou desirest, amen, thou desirest not a sacrifice, amen, or, or else would I give it. Thou delightest not in the burnt offerings. Now, he's referring to offering a lamb or something as a sacrifice. But the sacrifice of God that he's asking is a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart. Oh, Lord, thou wilt not despise that. Amen. Our sacrifices is not some lamb, but our sacrifices take our flesh and say, God, I'm offering it to you. Amen. A brokenness and a contrite spirit. Lord, that's what you're asking of us today. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't get conformed to the world, but I want to be transformed. Amen. I want to be transformed into the image of you today, Lord. Amen. We all have our worries and worthy bodies that we have to carry around. Amen. As long as we're in this world, we're going to have a fleshly body. Amen. But the mind can be renewed. That's what he was just saying. That's what the scriptures, I'm, that's what I'm preaching today. Amen. It means that your flesh, amen, has got to be crucified, but it's your mean that your mind has got to be renewed. Don't get conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Paul was saying, crucify the flesh, but renew your mind. Amen. That's, that's where the Lord wants to work, amen, in us today. Praise God. Hallelujah. When we allow the Spirit of God to guide us, we have a new outlook on life. We have new visions and new purposes of life. Amen. When you lose those, brothers and sisters, when you lose those and you start going back and thinking of the worldly successes and the things in that, in that, that you can accomplish in this world, I'm telling you what, amen, you, you're, your mind, amen, it's got to be renewed. You've got to make some brokenness and contrite spirits, amen, to the Lord and say, God, I, I don't want to, amen, go that path in life. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus, he talked to the rich man. He told him, you know, he's, he, he was, said, Lord, what, what can I do? And, and the Lord told him, he told him the commandments. All of these I have kept from my youth up. And then he said, go sell all you have and give to the poor and then come follow me. Amen. Just you, you, you're going to walk this crucified life. Amen. And the Bible says that he went away sorrowful because that's hard for you and I to do. 
and you, okay, no amends at that. It's hard for me to do. Amen. To somehow just say, I, 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 I'm going to give up the world. And I, I know that we got to live. You understand. You understand what I'm preaching today. Amen. It's where the world gets your attention. It's where the world gets your, gets your, uh, gets your focus. Amen. Of accomplishment in this world. But this is, this is not, amen, a Christian's focus. Amen. A Christian's focus is to deny these things and take up your cross and follow me. That's what Jesus said. If you're going to follow after me, you're going to deny yourself. That's your cross. Broken and contrite spirit, that's your cross, amen, that you can amen, allow the Lord Jesus, amen, to do his work in your life. Hallelujah. Praise God. That deny self means renounce self, leave self behind, must say no to self. Amen. That's, that's some, of the, some of the commentaries or that's some of the uh, various translations of that scripture. It basically means push, push yourself out of the way and say, God, the only thing, Lord, that's very important to me that's ever going to last. Amen. Only one's life, and it will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Jesus here seemed to ind- indicate to us, each one of us, has different, amen, amen, focuses. I'm sure that every one of us, I, I, I suppose as I am preaching right now that Every one of you have probably reminisced in your minds something that you, it's you having to bear, amen, or you're having to to uh, to struggle with, amen. That you are your your cross is your cross is different. Your cross, amen. I don't know. It may be your husband or your wife or uh, your neighbor or brother Patterson. I don't know. But somewhere you got to endure, amen, some things that uh, to, to make it to the Lord, make it to heaven. Praise God. It's, it's something that you, amen, take up your cross. Hallelujah. We're not dying for, dying, amen, for our sins. We're dying to our sins, amen, in that situation. Praise God. Amen. Paul, again, we go back to Paul and and. and and in First Corinthians chapter fifteen, I read a passage of scripture there. Amen. First Paul in First Corinthians, Amen says it like this. Even First Corinthians fifteen, and uh, my little card gone, but I'll get it. First Corinthians chapter fifteen and uh, verse thirty-one, and he says it like this. Amen. Verse 15, verse 31 says, I protest by your rejoicing, which have I have in Christ Jesus our Lord. I die daily. In other words, he was saying that I die every day. And other translation says, Amplified says, I die to myself every day. It wasn't saying that he was a sinner or whatever, but he said, I am, I'm trying to put down my flesh every day. Because my flesh does not really want to do all that God, amen, amen. Not saying that I'm, I have to repent every day for things that I have done. 
I am just keep on submitting myself to God every day. I keep on yielding myself to the Spirit of the Lord every day. I'm not, I'm not trying, amen, to please my flesh every day. I am trying to please God with my spirit every day. Amen. I, I, I keep my body under subjection. Amen. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 9. Amen. And here's what he said there, and that's basically what I'm saying. Amen. In First Corinthians chapter 9, and he said it, but I keep under my body. Ten times. Switch it. Chapter 9, let's read verse 27. Amen. But I keep under my body, and I bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached the, to others, I myself become a castaway. He said, I keep my body under control. I keep my body down. I like to trans- use some translations. Other translations, I am the master of my flesh. Spurgeon said, and, and he said, the Greek word for the subject is, I put it down till it surrenders. I put my, I put my flesh down. I keep it under, my, under subjection. I keep it under control. Amen. I, and, and unless somehow... Amen. After I preach to others, I myself, amen, become a failure, cast away. Amen. Now, I'm going to ask some questions here. Here are some questions that you need to ask yourself. Amen. Amen. It says, I see if you're really willing and ready to submit yourself to the cross of Jesus Christ. Are you willing to follow Jesus if it means losing some of your closest friends? Oh, I can't, I, I don't, I, I, I'm afraid if I lose my friends and, and my associations and they're going to, they're going to shun me and, and I'm not going to have any friends. I, I dare say that that's not something that's battled in some people's minds that's sitting right here right now. Amen. You're, you're afraid. Amen. If you serve God like you're supposed to, amen, the world won't love you like this. And number two is, are you willing to, to follow Jesus if it means to bring division in your families? And could I just back up to Luke the, uh, and read a few verses of Scripture? Amen. In Luke, amen, the 12th chapter in the 51st and the 53rd verse, it says it like this. Suppose ye that I am come to give peace to, on the earth, I tell you no, but rather division. Far from hence, there shall be five in one house divided, three against two and two against three. And the father shall be divided against his son and the son against the father, the mother against the daughter and the daughter against the mother and the mother-in-law against the daughter-in-law and the daughter-in-law, amen, against the mother-in-law. These are Jesus' words have said it's going to bring division. One says, and I could tell you many, 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 many stories of people where the either young man got the Holy Ghost and come home, amen, and the parents didn't like it. They, they, you're an outcast to us. You, you shamed us, amen, because you're, you're one of them holy rollers. You're, you're Pentecostal. You're speaking tongues, and we don't want that. We don't want that you're around our house, amen, and the young man had to leave home, amen, and find, a, find room in the pastor's house, so he could live for God. We have situations here in our church. I, I remind, my, my, I was reminded of that, amen, that uh, many years ago, 
Amen. The man that preached here a few nights ago here in our church, David Goodwin. I know that it, at, at times when he was young, amen, he was not allowed to come to this church. And uh, he would sneak around, amen, with John and Gary and, and come to church. And now he's a minister of the gospel. Amen. That changed because he won his mother to the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. But, you know, they sometimes sometimes when you start saying, I'm going to live for God, it doesn't really it doesn't really set well with all the, the husband or wife or children or parents. Amen. Whichever situation it was. Amen. But you're just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm going to live for God. And I was reminded of my mother. My mother, they went to this. Holy Roller Church or they were Pentecostal Revival, you know, and, the, and everybody was going to it to see about you know, what was going on, and, and the Lord got a hold of her, and so she went to the altar, and she prayed through and got the Holy Ghost, and when she did, amen, she changed so, so much that my dad, amen, he was, he was very belligerent to her, to her, to her. and so uh, uh, he, uh, he kept on after her, and she told him, she said, I want to tell you something, Bill, I put you on the altar the other night, too. You can either live with me serving God or you can just go where I'll go because I'm not going to give up my God, amen, for you. And so, oh, you're going to do that, huh? Yes, sir. And you know what happened a few weeks, a few days ago or a few nights ago? after that? He jumped through the window of the church because uh, there, there was no air conditioning. He jumped through the window of the church and ran to the altar, got the Holy Ghost. I'm going to tell you, amen, Jesus wants us to serve him first. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. Hallelujah. And don't let anybody, and there's a person now that I'm seeking, amen, I've been to their house, amen, almost every, every Saturday trying to get them to come back to church, amen, and I have not gotten anywhere yet with them, but I'm, I'm praying, Lord, don't let some situation or circumstance, some attitude, amen, cause us to live lose our relationship with God. Amen. Come on, folks. This is a heaven or hell situation. You're sitting here right now, and you're going to have to choose which you're going to go. Amen. And Jesus said there's going to be conflicts in the home. There's going to be situations and circumstances. You've got to understand, amen, you've got to take up your cross. You've got to bear that. Amen. And forgive me for going on that. Number three, are you willing to? To follow Jesus, even if it means losing your job. I can tell you people that lost their job because they were a Christian. Amen. And uh, I, I, I don't have time to tell the story, but God blessed a man because he stood up to his boss man and said, Mr. Peters, I'm a Christian, and I can't do what you're asking me to do. Well, you're going to have to either be a, you have to go and be, do what I tell you to do. Amen. And it was a sin. You're going to do what I tell you to do, or you're not going to be working here anymore. He said, well, here's your job. And this was the week before Christmas when he was asking him to amen, take fills of liquor and pass it out to all of his customers that he had in his job. And so he walked out of his job a week before Christmas, amen, and came to church and told the story, and the church prayed, and God gave him a better job. Amen. In just a week or two. Amen. With higher, higher wages. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, God's good. Amen. But you may have, you may have to have, give up your job if it's necessary. I'm not saying any of you here would fit in this congregation, but you've got to be willing to say, Lord, my job's not going to keep me out of heaven. My job's not going to keep me from serving the Lord. Amen. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And number four is, amen, are you willing to follow Jesus if it means losing your life? Because I have list and list of people, amen, and I don't have them with me, that have given their life for Jesus Christ. And if you're going to follow me, you're going to take up your cross, whatever that cross is, amen, it may come to you, amen, even now, some of you saints of God, amen, it's been in this church for a long time, you never know, never know what's going to happen down the road, it's not going to look, it's not looking good right now, amen, that things are going to go, amen, the way that we would like to live our life, amen, we don't know what we're going to have to face, but are you still willing to give your life? You've actually, that's what Jesus is asking, you're actually ask. he's asking you, turn your life over to him, whatever situation or circumstance, it's a cross that you may have to bear. It's a situation you may have to get into. Amen. And I'm going to kind of wind it up here in just a moment. Acts chapter 14. Acts chapter 14. The story of the Apostle Paul. You know what he, Paul was a, a persecutor of the church. But then when he became a Christian, what a change in, happened to him. Not only was he trying to take, not was he trying to take lives. Now he was offering to give his life. And it came to pass in Oconium, Amen. As they went both together into the synagogue of the Jews, and so spake. This is Paul and Barnabas, Amen. That the great multitude, both of the Jews and also the Greeks, Amen, believed, but the unbeliever Jews, Amen, stirred up the Gentiles and made their minds evil, affected against the brethren. Amen. Long for a long time, amen, therefore abode they speaking boldly in the Lord, which gave testimony unto the, to the word of his grace, and when it granted signs and wonders be done by their hands. But the multitude in the city divided and part held with the Jews and part with the apostles. And when there, there was a, an assault made, amen, a, about the, the Gentiles, also in the Jews, amen, with their rulers used to themselves despitefully and stoned them. And the Bible tells us that, amen, they carried Paul out and, and, uh, and, and, and stoned him, and he was left for dead. Verse number 8, and there was set a certain man at the Lystra, an impotent in the feet, being a cripple from the mother's womb, amen, and the same heard Paul speaking, who steadfastly beheld him and perceived that there was faith to be healed, said to the loud voice, stand right up right on their feet, amen, and he leaped and walked. And when the people saw it, now it's quite different. They were going to make them gods. And so they was going to offer sacrifices to the Lord, amen. And Paul and Barnabas stopped that. And in verse number 19, I'm just skipping down right now. And there came thither a certain Jew, amen, from Antioch to Iconium, and for to persu- who to persuade the people and have the stone Paul drew him out of the city and supposing they had killed him. You know, they thought he had, they, 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 they killed him and throwed him out, sit, out of the city. 
But the saints gathered around him, even Barnabas and those, those believers gathered around him and prayed, and he was revived. Now, I will just pause to tell you that this was when believed, everybody believes, the commentaries, whatever believes, it's just when Paul was carried up to heaven. Amen. He was carried up to the third heaven. Where is he in the body or out of the body? I cannot tell. Amen. And I saw things. Amen. The revelation. So it become a greater thing because Paul had an encounter with God in the heavens. Amen. Because of this situation. But Paul revived. And when he revived, he went back in town. Got up, went back in there and said, I'm, I'm still here. Amen. Uh, I, 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 my, I give my life to the Lord, and he revived me, so I've still got my life given to the Lord, and I, I'm, I'm not running. They did leave there and had other places to go, you know, but, amen, just because we as Christians sometimes, amen, have situations and circumstances, amen. Brethren, amen, it's not time to sit down, lay down, or whatever, and I'm going to be teaching on this, you know, sometime later on. But I, I want to read this. It's the only way that Bible studies. I just want to read these three verses of Scripture, amen, to our hearing today. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 32. And the writer was Paul, I, I believe, because uh, I, I read some emphatical words, amen, from Clement of Alexander. Amen. And some of the early church fathers, amen, and he, they, they said emphatically that Paul was a writer of Hebrews. Now, I, I mean, I, that's not Bible, but it sounds good to me. Amen. But here is in these verses, amen, in verse 32, it says, What shall I say more? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah and of David and Samuel and of the prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouth of lions, quenched the violence of the fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness, amen, was made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned the flight, amen, the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised, amen, to life again, and others were tortured. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trials of cruel mockery. You know, it sounds good, the first one's there, because miraculous things were happening. But others, but others had trials, cruel mockery, even scourgings, yea, and moreover, bonds and imprisonments. They were stoned. They were sawed asunder. That was Isaiah. Amen. Is one of those, and were tempted, and were slain. Amen. And, and by the sword, and wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented. Of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in the deserts and the mountains and the dens and caves in the earth, and these all, having obtained a good report through faith. Receive not the promise, amen, right then, but God provided some better things. I'm going to tell you something, brothers and sisters. It's not what we go through in this world. It's not what we sacrifice in this world. It's not what we have to give up. I, 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 I shudder sometimes when I hear people having to give up some things, amen, that they do, amen, because, uh, because they want to have to live for God. It doesn't, I mean, the cost, brothers and sisters, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. I just want to say I sacrifice myself 
whatever God wants, whatever God wants. And I'm sure that you heard the name. I made mention of it Wednesday night, but I didn't have this with me. Uh, but let me just read some statements that Polycarp made. I'm sorry. I didn't have, I got the wrong piece of paper. He meant Polycarp made, I mean, he, uh, he, was, he was charged. Eighty and six years have I served the Lord, and he has never failed me yet. And I will not, amen, forsake him now. Amen. And then the last words that Polycarp said after he had told him, I, I speak with a loud voice. He raised his voice and said, I am a Christian when they was on trial. And so they carried him out to a stake. Amen. And he told them, he said, why hinder now? Just go ahead and do what you will. Amen. And, and he was burned at the stake just because I am a Christian. Amen. Are you a Christian? Do you know what your cross is? Do you know what, do you know what the Lord is asking for you to do? Amen. To give yourself to him. Do you really know, amen, what he's, what he's asking? Amen. I want to turn to one more passage of scripture in Galatians. Amen. Amen. And you can, I don't have to turn there if you don't want to. Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Praise God. I'm still alive. Praise God. I'm, I'm, Christ is living within me. I'm, I, I've surrendered everything I have to the Lord. And I want to tell you something. If ever, I'm sure that there's more than one person, maybe some of you, that say, you know, I would like to see, amen, or I'd like to be like the Apostle Paul, just so confident, so sure, amen. But you know what? You got to make sure that you got something on your back that you're saying, I am crucified with Christ. Shall we stand? I hope and pray that I have made as much sense to you as these scriptures and things that I'm saying today make sense to me. Because when I, when I studied them, when I prayed, and when I sought for direction and reading is, is today, amen, I, I had an examination of myself, and it tore me up. Because the Lord is asking us just to, just to give our lives over to his will. And it's these people in the Sunday school lesson. Amen. Again, I refer back to it. It's not in my notes, but, but I said it at the beginning. Well, the Lord's not hearing our prayers and the Lord don't listen. And the Lord, he, he's, not, he's not concerned about us today. He, he's, he's, he's not like he used to be. I'll tell you, brothers and sisters, he may not be like he used to be to you, but he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the problem is not the Lord. The problem is you're offering sacrifices that don't cost you anything. You're offering things, amen, as, as they did. They just, in a pretense, we'll just give you an old goat here. We'll just give you this blind sheep or whatever, amen, and say we're going through the process, but we're not going through the, really the spiritual applications and the spiritual, amen, 
that we're really forcing. We, Lord, we're offering your sacrifice. you got to accept it. But the Lord may not be accepting what you're offering. But he is asking you to sacrifice broken and contrite spirit. I love to see tears. I love to see tears. I love to shed my tears. And I'd love to see you around some right now. Someone that's saying, Lord, I'm really going to offer you something that's with the brokenness. Amen. Lord, I want to sacrifice to you, for you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Would you come? If you want to come and pray, I know it's late. I'm